Hey everybody, welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. And today, we're going to talk about what I think is one of the hardest principles for, for Americans in general, uh, and for me in particular. It's the idea of Sabbath. And let's just look at the verses from Leviticus 25 that'll kind of set the stage for us, and then we'll talk for a little bit. Leviticus 25, starting with verse 2. Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you have entered the land I am giving you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath rest before the Lord every seventh year. For six years you may plant your fields and prune your vineyards and harvest your crops, but during the seventh year the land must have a Sabbath year of complete rest. I struggle with Sabbath. I have my entire life, and, and I think it's probably made extra difficult just because of what, what my calling is on, on, uh, on Sundays, it's a, it's a work day for me. So what many people are able to use as a Sabbath is one of the most, it is the most exhausting day of the week for me. Uh, and so it's hard to, to call that a Sabbath when you've, when you've kind of uh, spent your energy all morning and then the, the rest of the day is almost just recovery. But, um, but Sabbath, I think, is hard for Americans in general. I mean, our, our culture is built on, on being self-made people, of, of being people that can, that can accomplish things, that can get it done if we just put our, put our mind to it and kind of gut it out and get things done. And, and that's, that's the culture that we've been born into. And it's, so it's hard for us to understand and observe the idea of Sabbath. Now, there are multiple instances of Sabbath that, that God has uh, required of, the, the, of his, his chosen people, the Israelites. Uh, and so we've got the weekly Sabbath uh, that's once every seven days. We have the once every seven years Sabbath that we just read about. And then there's even the, the year of Jubilee, which is, which is after seven Sabbath years. It's the 50th year. And that all kind of there's descriptions of the latter two here in Leviticus 25, but uh, the, I find that this one is is particularly difficult to understand this this Sabbath year because uh, the idea is that for an entire year you're letting your land lie fallow, and so it's a it's an incredible effort of faith. It's, it's, you're required to trust that God is going to provide enough in the sixth year that you're going to be able to survive uh, through the seventh year and until the eighth year, even the ninth. In fact, in fact, in the eighth year, you're doing the planting. And so you're actually not harvesting again until the ninth year. So the, the sixth year has to provide for the next two years. You have to trust that, that the God of the harvest, is, the God of creation, uh, is going to allow the earth to, to produce enough for the next two years. It's this, God is calling his people to trust him. And while we are not bound by the same Levitical laws uh, now in the new covenant, the principles still remain. And, and so I put my Bible down this morning. I said, Lord, what do you, what do you want from me in this? What, what's the lesson for me to learn? And here's what came to mind. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46 ends uh, with those verses. And in fact, uh, a better translation of that verse is cease striving and know that I am God. That's, that's what the Sabbath is all about. 
if you read Psalm 46, and we will in a few days here, uh, you see that, that the entire psalm is dedicated to the promise of God fighting for his people, uh, and by extension, God's provision for his people. And, and, you know, if you look up, be still and know that I am God on Google, and you look at the images, uh, you see uh, just all these serene uh, pictures of a, of a person sitting on a cliff looking over a sunset or a, a still lake and this idea of peacefulness and stillness. But, but really, this is a corrective to the people of God and to us. It's saying, stop, stop trying so hard. Stop thinking that you're a self-made man or a self-made woman. Stop assuming that if you just put your mind to it, you can get things done. Because I am God. I am the one that promises to get things done for you. And I'm going to test you on this by, by, by imposing the Sabbath on you so that you'll have to rest. And so it's both a command and a delight. It's a command that you have to stop and trust that God will be enough. But then it's a delight because once you do, you realize that God has provided enough and God will see you through the Sabbath day. You're, you're permitted to stop working so that you can enjoy creation and enjoy him and enjoy the, the fact that you are his. So there's a lot there. Uh, and I found myself uh, being challenged to find that weekly rhythm again of being still and trusting in the Lord's provision. Well, one more thing you'll notice is that there isn't an aspect that we participate in the Sabbath, both in the weekly Sabbath and in the, the Sabbath year that they're talking about here. Uh, again, we're not bound to the Sabbath year, uh, but the principle of Sabbath remains. And, and, and one of the principles that we take part in is, is the idea of preparation. If you look at the, um, the description of the Sabbath day, uh, the, the people of God had to prepare the night before. They had to prepare the meal. They had to uh, finish doing all their work in order to be able to rest on that seventh day. So you can't just kind of laze around all week and then also laze around on the Sabbath day. You have to prepare ahead for it. Uh, and same thing here in the Sabbath year. They had to store up enough crops in the sixth year so that they'd have it during the seventh year. But in the midst of that, God promises to provide so I'm thinking ahead, we're going to have company here uh, at our house in about a week, and, and, and this weekend would be a good time for us to just push through and work all weekend. But I'm going to challenge myself to observe a Sabbath uh, and to stop and trust that God's going to provide enough so that we're ready for our company when they come next week. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to take the time to be still and know the God of provision. I hope you'll do the same. See you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.